The following podcast is a part of the Spin Studio Network. You're tuning in to Flawed and Fabulous. I'm Ash and I like to think we're all flawed, but we're also fucking fabulous. In today's episode, we are mixing it up a little and for the first time, I have two very special guests, Chloe Fisher and Alady Pullen. I connected with Chloe for the first time at my good friend Brooke Evers' baby shower. At the time, we were both unaware of each other's journeys and just had a nice afternoon of small chat. Soon after, I began seeing Chloe's face pop up on my feed. I saw that she was sharing about her recent IVF experiences. While this is not something I have ever experienced for myself, I do have a lot of girlfriends who are going through the same thing or have been through this, and I know that there are many other women facing the same challenges. This is an important topic that needs to be spoken about, and I'm so honoured Chloe opened up sharing the good, the bad, and the ugly truths of her journey so far. A few weeks later, I did a question box on my Instagram asking who you wanted to hear from in season four. There were some amazing suggestions, so thanks for that. But there was one name in particular that kept coming up, Elodie. When I clicked on Elodie's profile, my heart instantly started thumping, my mouth went dry and my nose started to fizz. I spent maybe the next hour down the rabbit hole of reading her posts and feeling her pain. Elodie recently lost her love, her soulmate, her chumpy, in a same-same but different situation to how I lost Horn. Then, in the strange way that the universe often works, Chloe and Alady just happened to be best friends and I began witnessing their special bond and it brought me so much joy knowing they have each other. In today's episode, the girls touch on their own personal experiences, but we focus in on friendship, the importance of how to support our friends through tough times and also how unique their situation is to both be going through the hardest time of their life at the same time. And most importantly, how do you keep showing up? I really admire the friendship the girls have and it reminds me of how blessed I am to have such an amazing girl gang in my life. As you listen, you will see they are the yin to each other's yang, the light in their darkness and how special and needed real connections and friendships are in life. I am so grateful to the girls for coming in and bravely sharing their truths. And yes, there is tears. We also share some belly laughs and for me, the angel cards definitely delivered. Now let's get started with today's episode and welcome Chloe and Alady to the Flawed and Fabulous podcast. Okay, and we have two very special guests today and I'm super excited for you both to be here. Welcome Chloe and Alady. Hey. Good morning. Thanks for having us. Okay, Chloe, let's start with you. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Hey. Hi, I'm Chloe, everyone. Um, A little bit about me. I... Currently, I'm living on the Gold Coast through all this COVID stuff, but previously, I guess since I met my now husband, we've lived overseas back and forth for the last eight years um, between America, Europe. We haven't really spent that much time in Australia. This actually year is the longest we've ever spent in Australia together. Um, And then, yeah. Why have you been traveling oh because my partner is a dj Mm -hmm. so we spend a lot of time in nightclubs and obviously Mm -hmm. that was affected heavily by covid yeah so we got married um last february and basically we had like 170 guests from 
all over the world and that was literally all of our last hurrah because as soon as the wedding sort of finished, we everyone went home and then got locked into COVID straight away and here we are still here. Um, uh, and after that, we have, yeah, obviously been married in Bali. I guess we've had, I've had a bit of a rough trot since then, since being at home, um, which is, I will guess we'll talk about that a little bit later on, but basically what's happened to me is, you know, we got married and then we had all of our family and friends over there. And unfortunately, a few days after my wedding in Bali, my grandma sadly passed away. Um, and that and was unexpected. That was unexpected. My pop was at home because he couldn't travel because he wasn't well enough. And yeah, it was basically just she was, wasn't feeling that well. The humidity, her respiratory system basically just gave way. The hospital ambulance system over there didn't get her there in time. And then that was that. In the meantime, we had fallen pregnant the day after our wedding. Yay. Wasn't mm-hmm. planned. Well, <laughs> well, it was planned, but it was like a surprise. Mm-hmm. Um, so we've come home. We did the funeral, everything like that. Went straight to America and someone said to me, you know, you should go see this acupuncture. She's amazing for fertility and stuff like that. So I went and saw this woman in Sydney uh, on the Northern Beaches and she's like, let's do a full blood count call. Went and got my blood test done. Flew off, went to America, landed in L.A., and I, meanwhile, COVID is like just sort of like blowing up because mm-hmm. as soon as we landed, they're like, all the shows are cancelled. You should go home now. Right. Um, but in the meantime, I sat at the office and I opened my junk mail randomly. I was in my junk. And my doctor was like, hey. Like on email? Email, yeah. literally from my doctor just going, oh, I just wanted to flag with you that your home, like your HCG, I think they're called, levels are just through the roof. I'm pretty sure you're pregnant. And I was like, What? This is cool. Mm-hmm. Epic. So I went straight home, did a pregnancy test and it was like a really faint line and one of my girlfriends who has a baby, I was like, Corey, what do you reckon? She's like, nope, any line's a line. And so at that point I was like, oh, my God, I'm pregnant and cool, we're going stra- straight back home to Australia right now. We landed on the Friday, flew home on the Sunday, straight, well, the first flight in that had to do the home quarantine for two weeks. That was all fun and games and then I basically moved. We bought a house in the Gold Coast Um in the February, at around the time we got married, and then we moved up pretty much straight as soon as we got out of that quarantine stint and went for my first ultrasound or when met the doctor, went for my first ultrasound and then they didn't hear a heartbeat. And then it kind of just like has spiralled from there and that was in March last year and we kind of have continued to try not knowing that there was anything wrong mm-hmm. Um from then until November kind of came around and I was like, nah, there is something wrong in my gut. I was like, I don't know, I need to go and get fully tested Mm -hmm. because I, um, yeah. And then I went to to the doctor, got all these tests and it's like an AMH levels and which is like your quantity of eggs. Mm -hmm. And I just had like, I think it was like three, my, my, my score was three and someone from my age should be between like 50 and okay. 90 or something. So I was like, okay, cool. There's something up. And then as soon as I did that, it's just been the IVF journey. Yeah. And I don't know, do you, I don't know if you can, you want me to go. No, I mean, we'll definitely, we'll definitely later. get into that. Um, and as I said, we do have two guests. The first time <laughs> I've had two guests on the panel and we also have Elodie. Do you want to share a little bit about yourself, Elodie? Sure. Hello. My name's Elodie. I was born and bred on Sydney's northern beaches. I met my partner, Alex, also known as Chumpy, back in 2012, actually just literally like three months after Chloe met Fish. Um, I grew up in Narrabeen as well, so Chloe also grew up in Narrabeen. Um, I have no idea what that is. Is that in New South Wales? <laughs> northern or Beaches. Northern Beaches. Okay, so, yep. yeah. Um, 
And then we moved up to the Gold Coast about three years ago, me and Chumpy. And yeah, we kind of bought our dream house. It was obviously like kind of had our life somewhat mapped out. Um, and then, yeah, last July, he um, went out, he left home to go spearfishing one day and just like never came back. He had a shallow water blackout, which is um, kind of like a... Um, I mean, the most experienced divers kind of have these when you can hold your breath for a long period of time, you're almost like meditating under there and you kind of literally lose track of time. And if you have a weight belt on and you black out under there because lack of oxygen to the brain, you're, yeah, you're not going to float. So it was kind of found on the bottom of the ocean. Um, so yeah, I'm about to turn 29 and I'm just navigating oh, yeah. widowhood. Mm. <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah, so it's just kind of me taking it one day at a time. Yeah. Um, yeah, just surviving. But yeah, it's a it's a definitely <laughs> a tough story to share, um, and one of the reasons probably why I've connected, you know, with the both <laughs> of you. Um, and I didn't, um, from my own personal experiences, it's just a fucking shit roller coaster ride but like a roller coaster <laughs> there is highs and there is lows and yeah. um you both have some really valuable stories to share and the the connection between the two of you is that you are both best friends and you have been there for each other through some roller coaster rides of your own but before we get into that like every other episode we are going to do the angel cards so who would like to go first mm. all right okay. i'll go first yeah flip it over and read the card oh, out cute let your past go. The burden of carting your past around has made you wary. Dear one, it's time to set this burden down. Keep only the lessons and the love and leave everything else behind. You don't want it or need it and it's gone now. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So you receive this card because your thoughts and feelings about the past are holding you back. You're repeating a pattern because of unfinished emotions from your past. I'm like shaking. I'm like, got like goosebumps in my head and everything. I'm like, I think I'm going to cry. This card is a sign to forgive and move on to stop painful patterns. It Mm. doesn't mean that you need to be with the person you've forgiven. It simply means you let the toxic feelings go in exchange for peace. Additional meanings for this card, approach a new situation or relationship with positive expectations, avoid routines, speak to a counsellor or a support group, forgive those who have hurt you, forgive yourself, the worst is now behind you, keep your thoughts about this situation high and bright. Mm, Yeah, that's interesting. Um, I guess that resonates because kind of like, especially when you say like, stay away from routine and everything like each day for me is kind of just what's going to make me smile so how am I going to get to the end of this day like each day is kind of a milestone and um yeah like I'm so fucking lucky I have Chloe like I literally don't know what I would do without her I can just she knows when I'm sad or I can just call her and go I'm having a meltdown she'll be over in a minute and it's the same the same with her too so I don't even need to say that, actually. I just pick up the phone. I'm (laughs) hearing her voice. I'm like, ah, what is it? Where are you? Yeah. I'm at home. Okay, cool. Just stay there. Okay, (laughs) right there. there. That's a beautiful bond to share. Yeah, so lucky. Yeah, and that's why – this is why you guys are here today because it really (laughs) is so – 
so inspiring. And I know that there are a lot of females out there that lack having, you mm. know, rewarding female friendships and um, they're probably missing that from their life. So it's kind of that encouragement to either like rekindle with someone that, you know, maybe haven't spoken to for a while that you did have that good connection with or put yourself out there and try and connect with someone. That's and awesome. I'm sure you guys are meeting new people along the way with both of your journeys. Definitely. But I feel like, I feel like Chloe, since we've both now gone through our own trauma, we've learnt so much about friendship. Like you just, I, I've just, I've got a whole new perspective on friends and what, what I should be for my friends and what they should be for me and everything. Just like we've learnt so much. Yeah. Mm. It's really valuable to have a solid friendship. Mm. And what a card do you have, Miss Chloe? Well, I have... Child. Oh my god! I'm not shitting you. I've literally. You I'm, I am not shitting you. No. I didn't want to say it, but I'm like, she has that card. Like she no, has that we, card. We literally oh my just god, said I'm that. Gonna cry. I'm gonna cry a lot this podcast. No, we oh my god, my jacket's I'm coming shaking. off. <laughs> we just said this in the car though. I go. Oh, I was like, what do you reckon? Literally. I was like, I was listening to Brooks' um, episode the other day, and she got baby. I was just like, I wonder if. I wonder if like I don't even know what cards you are in always this get day, baby cards. Yeah, but this is the thing where it's like, yeah, we always pull these baby cards, but I'm like, man, do they even for me? Well, we'll see. You read and then I'll read what's next. You care deeply about children and they readily respond to your love. All children, including your own inner child, require love, affection and attention. We can clear and open your heart and schedule so that you can give more time and energy to the children who need you. So the baby and the angel. This card signifies that a child is affecting some aspect of your question. This could be your own child, your desire for a child, a young family member, or your present or future work in helping children. Have children been on your mind lately? If so, this card is proof that whatever you've been considering is valid. This includes spending more time with children and looking into areas of employment related to young ones. Additional meanings for this card. Your life purpose involves helping children be as a child, pay attention to your inner child. A child in heaven is saying, I love you. Pregnancy or adoption might be a part of your life. Whoa. Hopefully. Yes. The angel to always just like Courtney's a non-believer, so like those <laughs> two cards, I'm like, <laughs> oh god, she like literally <laughs> hates when they're right, and I'm like, I did it again. That's so <laughs> funny. Yeah, I feel like when I, so many people have been gifting me these cards, mm-hmm. like it's like a, it's like yeah. a little. They were gifted. Brief they pack. were gifted to me. Yeah, I reckon yeah. I've got like ten of packs yeah. of these things at home. I never use them. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but Chloe loves them, and every I time she does it, I'm like, shit, this is so true. Like I needed that card today. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, I maybe got this deck like two years ago. I got it for my birthday. Yeah, two years ago, my friend bought them for me, and um, they actually don't make them anymore. This oh, deck, this she specific. yeah, she doesn't make them anymore, and. Um, I was kind of like, oh, what are these? Like I was exactly the same. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, well, I may as well just have a little play. And then it's just been like a crazy ride, for, especially when I've needed it. Like, How many cards are in this? Day? 44. <sighs> so one in 44 chance. I know, and but just, I'm sick of seeing this because for me it's like, I know this is dissing the cards, but I'm like, this is all I do. I pull these cards and I'm like, hello, why are you sending me <laughs> these messages the and where is the baby? Yeah. Not here. It's coming, doll. It's coming. Yeah. Soon, patience is a virtue, but it's yeah. easy for people to say when they're not. Trust the process, darling. Yeah, I'm <laughs> <laughs> sick of hearing that. I tell you what. <laughs> so you're both here. We've touched on your friendship. Let's hear a little bit about how you guys are friends. We know that you grew up together in the same town in the Northern Beaches, but that's how long ago? 
Oh, we would have been like, I reckon we were like probably 12 when we met just like throughout Narrabeen, like mm-hmm. our brothers. We're, we literally lived around the corner from each other then. Our families grew up surfing at North Narrabeen. I think I knew her brother before I knew her. Yeah, and I, I reckon I knew your mum before <laughs> I knew you because she fucking knows everyone. Yeah. Um, <laughs> hey, Al. Yeah, shout out to little Al. Love you. Um, yeah, and now we live in Palmy around the corner from each other. But, no, so we went to school together. We went to high school together. Um, like, I guess we, we have a massive group of, like, 20 girls or something. But we were never really close at all. Yeah, we were never that close. We weren't really even in the same school. group, really. Yeah, ish. for heaps of school we weren't same really. Grade. And then, same grade. Same grade, but there was like two girl groups and I was kind of in one and Elle was in one and we no, mm. we weren't really until pretty much were you like. rivals? I'd say no. <laughs> were you no, rival groups? No, we weren't rival groups. <laughs> Hated you. They were just a bit quieter than us. We were a little bit like <laughs> louder. Yeah, and then in like year 11 and 12, I don't know our groups kind of merged. Yeah. Yeah, and our groups merged and then we, like, all did schoolies and then we kind of travelled, like, America together and stuff. And, yeah, and, and then, then we kind of went... partied together for the last, like, ten years. And then I moved overseas, so... Mm-hmm. But even still moving overseas, I pretty much kept in contact with mm. every single one of my friends, mm-hmm. like, the whole time, really. So whenever we'd come back, it would just be on. Mm. And then Elle was a bridesmaid at my wedding in... Um, it's funny because, like, when I was thinking of, like, picking my bridesmaids, I was like, you know, of, of, although we were never really that close, mm. Elle has been always, like, a consistent friend the whole the whole time. Yeah, and I like you know, Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, that was that. And then we, mm. we moved up here in February and we've literally lived three minutes down the street. So yeah, we would just spend every we, – we speak every single day. So. Everything kind of makes sense and it's just – it, it was so meant to be how we just now live right next to each other. Like, obviously, always kind of friends, but now we, like, have, like, this profound need for each other, I guess, like, with what we're both going through. The rest of our friends back in Sydney love them to bits, but Chloe and I are going through such kind of crazy things in our lives and we kind of just get it. Yeah. yeah. And You're relating. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And even when Chump was alive, like, just kind of our lives were so similar, like mine and Chumps and your own, yours and Fish's, like, we yeah. Were, they, they just, were, the boys were always overseas and, like, we had company mm, within each other. And, like, we, mm-hmm. even when the boys were on and off, we, you know, we'd adopt Elodie or they'd adopt Yeah. Mm-hmm. They'd adopt me, so. I we, can we just were the see us constant. when we're, like, 85 <laughs> still having little margaritas <laughs> and sleepovers together. Yeah, that's the goal. Um, <laughs> why was Chump going overseas? Oh, so he was a professional snowboarder. Right. Um. He was like, yeah, Olympian and two-time world champion and stuff like that. So he would travel like half, not half the year, maybe like, yeah, five or four months out of the year. So most of our summer he'd be away. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I'd be holding down the fort back here. But thank God we had last year to get, well, before July because of COVID. So he wasn't travelling. So it was kind Mm -hmm. of really special that I had him the whole of last summer. Um, And we just had the best time through COVID while he was here. So I'm... I mean, COVID fucking sucks, but I'm really thankful for that in so many it's ways. It's delivered in different ways yeah, for a lot of people. Exactly. Mm, yeah. Oh, I like was so emotional this morning. I was like crying and shit. No. Nice. Well, I was like, gotta perk up, gotta perk up. No, but like you, this is this is real. That's my days. You know, that's mm. the thing. You know, I, I understand that need to like not feel like a burden to people when you're down and wanting mm. to put on the smile and sometimes the smile isn't there and you're really smiling and you're like, this is exhausting. Sometimes you feel fine. Like I was parked outside Chloe and then 
close and then my friend called me and I was just like, hey, and she's like, hey, and I just fully lost it. It's just yeah. so you just never know when it's going to hit. Yeah, and sometimes like, that little phrase, how are you, is, is, oh is like God. three simple words are just like the yeah. worst words ever. You're like, I'm not good. Yeah, I'm like, you're going to regret <laughs> fucking asking that question. Yeah, but, but you know, yeah. that you're both going through two really grueling things. You know, it, it while it's great to have this positive outlook and, you know, take the best out of life. Sometimes when it goes quiet, it's really hard to like not be super in it. So it's just unfortunately what, what everyone says, it's time. And sometimes mm. time can go past, like I'm four years in and that doesn't mean that I don't have a really bad day every now and again. Um, it's definitely not as much as it was. Mm. But um, even last night we were visiting um, friends who are actually my late husband's friends, they were all camping down here on the coast. We went and saw them and all their kids and it was time to go home and I was like, bye guys, saying bye, hugging them and then Horn's funeral song came on just randomly oh, when I was walking out. such a sign though. <laughs> and I was just like, um, FYI, because it wasn't like the main song, it was the song oh. that was for Horn and I's photos and I oh. was just like, FYI, Horn's funeral song, leaving you with that, bye. <laughs> and like left oh, and they oh were just gosh. like, oh my God, don't. And I'm like, but he's everywhere. Wow. And I, I like thinking like that anyway. I, ta- I take all that mm-hmm. on. I love, you have to. I feel like that's just how we live now. We just have to yeah. take in those signs. Yeah. And the, well, I I believe that they're real. Like, don't get Same. me wrong. I probably didn't wasn't as much as a believer until, mm-hmm. you know, thereafter. But it's like one of those things you're like, whoa, like that just can't happen yeah and same with like the cards and I know it must be frustrating as you said that you keep <laughs> getting really these messages random, though because I we literally said it in the car mm. and and <laughs> just for like because it wasn't like a usual we pre-shuffled these and pulled the cards out and the girls had not turned them over it was just because there was two of them doing it I didn't want it to be like a really yeah, long yeah, process yeah, yeah. and I was like okay let's give a little bit of a spiel about why you guys are here and then boom That's the cards so made so much more <laughs> sense so I was like wow wild that's crazy. So you guys seem, yes, very connected, very in sync with each other, but you kind of seem different. Yeah, I'd say we're so different. It's, kind of, it's funny it's because perfect. I was like thinking about it though. We we I feel like we're very much the same. We get each other. We're mm. but in saying that we are, we complement each other. That's what yeah. it is. I think bit of a yin and a yang. I mean, we're not yang. like full opposite, but yeah, I'd say. I don't even know how to describe us in in terms of like comparing. I feel like you're a little bit more like fun and I'm way more chilled out. Chloe's like <laughs> Chloe's Chloe's always just. I'm very like I need everything to be planned. Yeah, and... no. yeah. Chloe's really organised and I'm way more chilled out. I kind of just give zero, zero fucks, but yeah. it works. It's per- I mean, it's perfect it's for perfect. us because Chloe just organises everything and I'm just like, life. yeah, I'll be there. I, I love it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Tell yeah. me what time and I'll be there. Maybe yeah. 10, 15 minutes late, but yeah. I'll be there. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly right. Exactly right. But I, I, I mean, <laughs> it would be weird if we were exactly the same. Oh, that'd we be would fucking not get boring. Along at all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. No, like you should be best friends with yourself, but no one actually really wants to be best yeah. friends yeah, with themselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Nah, no. And also I feel like heaps of really good, fr- like best friends compete. We do not compete. Like, <laughs> you know, that happens. There's like no jealousy or competition no, whatsoever. No, there's not even one That's element of that. I that. I've never even thought of that. Do you feel like, I feel like. Best, yeah, like and I would say grow up competing probably because you guys wouldn't feel that way also about each other because you both have something in your life that's causing you hurt yeah. and pain. Yeah. Where in most friendships, sometimes it's like one mm. or the other, or yeah. neither of them have it. So like 
getting the new house or getting the better holiday or doing this is yeah, like something yeah. that's on their mind. But when you've had shit going on in your life, you mm. don't care about that sort of stuff. Yeah. 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 No, yeah. I don't even need to fucking compare with Chloe. She's just like <laughs> always going on the most epic holidays. <laughs> <laughs> that's just, yeah. You're coming out of my league doll. <laughs> <laughs> well, no one's going on any holidays at the yeah, moment, yeah, yeah. so no, not <laughs> neutral <yet>. ground. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so as a friend, what would you say, Chloe, that some of your strengths are? Mm. Or you can answer it about each other if you feel more comfortable mm. doing that. I mean, I feel I feel like we both have very, like I, we're, we're, we're different, but we have very similar, like, strengths and weaknesses and traits that we value. Mm. Like I think loyalty is massive and, you know, I, I, although we said that we've spent quite a lot of time apart, we come back to each other and it's like we have spent no, no time apart. Yeah. And we, you know, there's, I don't know, there's just, mm. there's trust there together as yeah. well. Like I, I, yeah, we just I don't know. pick up from where we left off and it's such a cliche thing. But I hate it when you haven't spoken to a friend for ages and they're like, you speak to them and they're like, hey, stranger, haven't heard from you in ages. And you're like, fuck off. Do we have to do this small talk shit? Let's just be like, oi, I'm having a fucking shit day. Are you free to chat? Let's talk. Like, you know what I mean? I hate that. Noted. Don't say that. Yeah. I'm like taking notes. I'm like, no hate no, strangers. But do you know what I mean? Like, what? Yeah. yeah. We've known someone forever. There's history. We don't need small talk. We just... Like, let's get straight into it. I would probably say that I'm going to say generally females, not always females, can be more sensitive about that sort of stuff. I guess boys can do it too. I'm just speaking from experiences within my friendship group that, like, someone's not invited somewhere or if um, Mm. two people are going out for lunch, which is completely normal, it should be eight people so no one got left out. I'm like, no. Yeah. Two people is a normal amount of people to go out for yeah. dinner or lunch with. I think women so, are yeah. taught to kind of like compete with each other a lot as yeah. we grow yeah. up though. Yeah, definitely. Especially like in this day and age, I feel like everyone's trying to be something and like I just think it's, yeah, it's kind of just. I do, but I do think it's like one in all in. Like I would not, I don't like leaving people out just for the sake of it. It's like if mm. you can make it work, you yeah. make mm. it work, you know. If you're going for a dinner and you've only booked it for six people but two people want to come, it's like, oh, sorry. Yeah. Oh, you yeah. know what I mean? Just no, I didn't mean leaving out like two people. I meant like yeah. if we were going out for dinner and didn't invite like you two and then being like, why didn't you invite us? <laughs> oh, yeah. It's like you don't invite your yeah. 20 no. yeah, group yeah, of yeah, friends. Yeah, yeah. 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 No, like not singling out people and hopefully we've all moved past that. Even if you don't like them, you're still like, yes, I'll change the rest. Reservation. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> to not deal with that. But um, when you mentioned before um, about, you know, someone, there, a lot of people are trying to like be someone mm. um, in regards to both of your experiences and the probably shift that your own profiles have taken on social media. Um, how does that like sit with you now, Chloe, like talking probably a little bit more about IVF and babies and things that go with that rather than living this life of traveling and, um, Mm. concerts and all this like, you know, fun life things. And now you're talking about like heavy stuff that's, you know, emotion charged. Well, I mean, I, I feel like there's a lot of girls out there as well that get a lot of negativity and a lot of negative messages and comments and stuff like that. And I feel lucky to not get that which is really nice like be on the receiving end yeah yeah no people are very supportive and it's really like I look at the end of the day the only reason why I was speaking about all the IVF stuff and it's not 
A, yes, it does help me. I, I, I enjoy talking about it. But B, it's like I'm nearly 30 in August and if I was to hear this five years ago, just as knowledge, mm-hmm. like knowledge is power. Definitely. If I was to hear, like I would never in a million years think at 29 years old, I f- still feel so young. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like I'm about to turn 30. But if I was to know this and I'm someone who, and you know, Ellie, Ellie can back me up here, I dead said have wanted a child since I was like 15 years old. Yeah. And if I was to f- have fallen pregnant at any point in my teenage years, I would have for sure had the baby because mm-hmm. I that is what I was put on this earth yeah, to cool. do to is to yeah. have a baby. And even this IVF stuff really, really makes me sad because I was thinking like, you know, I never now, oh, I'm going to cry. Oh. <laughs> it's Wow. It's real. It's <laughs> emotional. Yeah, it's real. I never now get that surprise, you know, like I. Yeah. You feel a <laughs> oh, bit, wow, bit robbed of the experience. Mm. You know, like I would never have thought that I would have to do IVF because I didn't think it was a thing. I dead set my whole life thought that, you when know, you, you could just have sex mm. and you'd fall pregnant. You know, I'm young, I'm healthy. Like, I don't feel like I, well, I do have stuff wrong with me now, but like, I never knew any of this stuff. And until November last year, when I went to that doctor and I did that um, test, it's opened up a whole new world to me because I genuinely didn't know that this stuff existed. And for me, going back to the social media thing, the only reason why I felt like I needed to share my story was to not let someone else have to go through this, you know, yeah, exactly build awareness around the topic and, um, you know, like I've got younger sisters and I keep on saying to them, just go and get tested and, you know, may, stuff might not change, but at least you know, you mm-hmm. know, don't be so careful or don't, you know, it, you, it, like we for the last my whole life since I can remember, I mean, I was on the pill until maybe like three or four years ago, but after going off the pill three years ago, probably too much information, but like we've never used any sort of contraception. We'd never used the pullout or whatever. It was yeah. just... I genuinely thought it was kind of hard to fall pregnant. Yeah. But n- now well, it can be actually because apparently it's only 24 days of the year that you can fall pregnant, mm. which I had no idea about until I had my last guest on and I was like, what? Well, exactly. Yeah. I'm learning yeah. this. Yeah. Like I said, we we're talking about this in the car on the way up. It's like you, when you start like wanting a baby, you start looking into that sort of mm. thing and you start going, okay, these are the sort of things that, you know, you need to do. You need to, you only ovulate once a month and then you got to do it around that period and all that sort of stuff. And then you start doing that and then it doesn't work. And you're like, okay, this is weird. It's really hard to fall pregnant. And then you have friends that are like not trying to have a baby, not wanting to like have babies for years and years and years. And then they're all of a sudden like, Mm. I'm pregnant. And Mm. you're like, what? (laughs) How did Mm. you do that? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I get it. They're like, well, I don't know. It just happened. Yeah. And then we're Which I'm sure is quite triggering for you mm, at times. Yeah, that's like a whole other topic. But I, you know, and then now we're down the IVF trail and I have done, we did one round. I first went in and I got a laparoscopy, which is where they go in and, you know, kind of suss out what's going on inside. Turns out I had endo. Mm -hmm. Didn't know. Got that taken out. I had like no pains or anything. No pains. My periods were 100% what is it like regular regular not nothing weird and then yeah i had all everything cleaned out seen a doctor called dr ong in southport he's amazing by the way um and then yeah went straight into a round of ivf and i got what does that involve for so listening i 
start all these hormones you start on day one of your cycle. So as soon as you get your period, you start injecting yourself. Um, wouldn't recommend if you don't like needles because mm-hmm. that's pretty hectic. Um, Courtney's frozen her eggs. So, I've done oh, so like before she had her cancer, I couldn't treatment. do it. I asked other people to give me the needles. Oh, like, literally, man. the staff I, here. I'm like, it's nine o'clock. Are you to go my really needles today? I, yeah. yeah. Well, I, Paul doesn't like needles, and I like forced, <laughs> like no, you do it. I literally <laughs> no, forced him one day. I was like, I don't care. Put this needle in my stomach because <laughs> they're actually not if, painful. No, though. they're not painful. It's, it's just, just like looking at it. Sensation, yeah. yeah. So he had to. I made him do that one time. Like I did the rest, but you need um, to feel this with me. He hated, <laughs> it. He hated it, but I was like, just shut up and do it. I have to go to cop it, so mm-hmm. you can just do it one time. So yeah, you do the needles up, then they put you under. They collect your eggs. Mo- like a lot of women get what most people that have got a normal egg count are over 20, 30 yeah, mm-hmm. eggs. Yeah. Anyway, I got. I had only five follicles that grew when the eggs come out of the follicles. So I only, I knew I only had five. And so when I woke up, they put the number on your hand of how many they get out. And I'm like, five. And I was like, bawling my eyes out. And they're like, are you okay? I'm like, I got five, you know. Mm. And I looked at the girls across the beds from me, which we had already been talking because I'd been sharing this on social media. And then I'd found cycle buddies and they were in the same room. I was like, they're like, hey, I'm so-and-so from Instagram. I'm like, hi, you know, we'd already been talking. So that's cool, that Like, connection. how many eggs did you get? 28. I'm like, fuck. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then so then I guess you you go home, they call you at the end of the day and they're like, okay, well, only three, two of them have fertilized, you know, made it past the day. Okay, cool. So I've only got three. I think I had three at that point. And then you've got to wait another three days. See, they inseminate it with the sperm. Then you wait. And then you you really at the end of the day you need it to at day five get to this stage called blastocyst. Um, and then they can freeze them. Well, I only, this is where the emotional roller coaster comes in for me. And like, you know, this is where Elodie came into play. It's like one minute they're like, yes, they're looking all healthy. It's like looking really good. You get a call the next day and they're like, actually, sorry, like we've lost three overnight or, and then it's the next day. It's like, okay, well, we're at this point now where we can only freeze them if they become blastocyst and they're looking really good, but they're not quite there yet. So tomorrow we have to make this call. And if they didn't make it, it's like there's what, like 10 grand just like that. See ya. Didn't work. Sorry. Come back next month. But we were lucky to get one that made the freezing stage. So we've got one on ice and apparently it's very good one, which is mm-hmm. good to know. So mm-hmm. that's 10 grand little eggs sitting in there. Get used to spending money on kids because they cost <laughs> a fuckload. Yeah. And then they come out and they're a little shit. Early. Yeah, ungrateful little shit. Do you know what I did to get you? And yeah. then, So then that first round we put in one that hadn't reached that blastocyst stage and they said, oh, you can either put it in and... So sorry, there's one on ice yep, still now. and there was and one that didn't reach the stage to freeze and they were either like, we'll put it in the bin or we put it in you, yep. so we put it in and that yep. was the one that didn't work. Okay. And then we went straight... Then I was in Sydney um, when that one fell through, didn't work, which was horrific and traumatic and that's like another whole story for another day. Yeah. Um, and so we've come... And I missed that window to start cycle two because I was in Sydney and I need to be my doctor. So yeah. we did this other round called IUI where they basically stimulate similar to the IVF and instead of collecting your eggs, they just grow extra follicles and then they make you release them. So I released three and they literally put the sperm directly up there when they meet. Didn't work. All three of them. Sweet. So that in itself, like a girlfriend called me when I was leaving the doctor and they're like, hey, how are you today? And I'm like, oh. <laughs> like just bullet, like, you know, it's just, it's defeating. And you're like, what is wrong yeah. with me? Why am I, why is my body not accepting this? Why, like, there's just whys. 
And then the doctor, we've decided to just have a month off this month um, to kind of rejig my body because I'm unfortunately one of the ones that it, IVF doesn't really take to, mm-hmm. apparently. So I'm doing all this testosterone gel in my arm, melatonin, I'm about to start human growth hormones, and then we will, like, go into another cycle and hope that that works. But it's literally taken the three, like, since starting to actually calm the fuck down. And, you know, at the very beginning, everyone is so quick to be like, just relax and... um, you know, as soon as you relax, you're going to fall pregnant. And, like, don't worry, at least you've fallen pregnant before. That's It's all good. You've fallen pregnant before. Okay, anyway, whatever. I'm not even going to go into those things. Yeah. But and people are generally trying to be helpful, but they don't know what to say. And then it's just that constant repet- yeah. re- repetition of the same phrase that you're like, that's not the first time I've heard that. Yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah, thank exactly. you for your helpful, like, insight. It's not but, like, helpful either. But, yeah. And, it's like, like, you know, it... I can put my hand on and say I've said something dumb to Same. somewhere along the lines and I've left that conversation. I'm like, why the fuck did yeah. I say that? Like I knew I wasn't and it just came out and I'm like, just hope that. Like, and I know now through noticed. going through this you know better things to say Definitely. and like things not to just don't say mm-hmm. but know that you're there. Yeah. And like this Support is like going back to the friendship kind of like topic. It's like, you know, we've got all of our friends in Sydney and, you know, most of the time they might – have felt like we've drifted apart or we felt like, you know, and we, and I'm not going to sit here and harp on that we need this and we need you to do this. Like, cause you know, we're, You're we it. can probably say that we've been shit friends at some point in mm. our time and not reaching out to them. But, you know, I feel just even just be like thinking of you or, Hey, like an emoji, you know, just anything. <laughs> yeah. And I can like, it and be like, that. it's the thought, the thought is there. And it's, I, I can see that. And I know that we're still, we have, you know, I don't know. The connection. Mm-hmm. Exactly, yeah. the connection. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. And, you know, for me, I'm so far from the end. Like there is no light at the end of my tunnel right now. Um, and I don't think Elle's got much light at the end of her <laughs> tunnel either. But, yeah. you know, that's, I guess, where we kind of come into play with each other and we're both going through completely different s- types of grief mm-hmm. and stages of grief. But, you know, even after that miscarriage, like I still think about that baby and every single day. And I don't think, and a lot of people don't know what to say. And, you know, until you go through a miscarriage, you actually have no idea. And you, and I, it's crazy because, like, you know, you, people that haven't gone through it think, oh, yeah, it's it's okay, like, you'll get over it sort Let's of thing. Try again. But, you know, you make that, you as soon as you find out you're pregnant with that pregnancy test, you have got a connection with that baby. You start planning what the names mm. are and you start planning, oh, my God, my due date. Like, you, that is your child, whether it's a, a a live birth baby or a, a baby that you have a miscarriage with, it is still, still yours. there. So you, people have to tread so lightly around that topic and, you know, just be conscious and have compassion and, like, even if you don't know what to say, just be there and make that person feel like you're there yeah. even if you don't, if you're not really there. I don't know. Does yeah, that make no, sense? I think people out, forget sorry, that. that. Was, no, silence can be really powerful sometimes though. <laughs> like, you know, sitting in silence, it can be so awkward. And but we do that just, often. Yeah. But just sitting there knowing that someone is close by, that if you need them, Because there, there literally is no words. No. Just come over, mm. make me a tea, chuck a candle on, put some nice music on. Or chuck me in the car and take me out for coffee or something. You don't need to say dumb platitudes (laughs) and try and say these weird empty words that literally don't help. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, it's the same for you. There's just no words like 
It's just usually it's just like it's either uncomfortable and they try and overcompensate. It's and always then, a silver lining. People want to put the silver lining yeah, skin on everything. Well, well, at least it's not this. So don't worry. Yeah. Well, I like, hate the silver linings. I'm like, this is not a good thing. Like there's just nothing good that's coming out no. of this. So no. yeah, stop trying to make and what this about, go away. What about, well, I can see that there, there's like a, a niggle in regards to like <laughs> your like the community that you have too and like obviously a lot of pros. I've seen myself that you've made some good friendships out of people in similar situations. It's obviously easier to connect with someone if they're in a similar situation mm. rather than just mm. offering their sympathy exactly. or support. Um, how has the the social media world treated mm. and obviously um, the thing about when someone passes away, suddenly there's no preparation. Mm. So you literally have yeah. this photo from the day before where oh. your life's amazing and yeah. then yeah. the next day Absolutely. you're posting that the person's not here or however long it is that yeah. they're not here and then there's confusion and yeah. there's like questions and um, how how long has it been now since? It was nine back? months yesterday. Nine months yesterday. It literally, that baffles me. It feels like it's been three days. Time for me has literally sat still. Like I just feel like it's been such a blur. I, I can't even tell you what I did like last week. Um, but, yeah, with social media, like I hope you found this as well, as soon as everything happened, it was like, and I still get this every day. It's like, it's like every day I get about 20 widows just reaching out to me. Um, and at the start, it was it gave me so much strength just knowing I wasn't alone and hearing all these other stories of widowhood and this person's gone through a really similar thing thing. And I'm like, how the fuck are, is everyone just dying? Like how how am I like you feel you feel alienated. You feel because I'm looking around, none of my friends are widows, but then there's all these randoms around the world that are yeah. literally going through what I'm going through. And yeah, it just gave me so much strength to yeah, I guess keep going and and time and social media awareness has definitely changed yeah. anything. I did. There was mm. crickets when Horn passed away. <laughs> like there was no one being like, "Oh my god, similar thing happened to me." Like there was nothing, oh, really? and no one spoke about well, it. You also like, just had more a community that was like your oh, own family, yeah, and friends yeah. As well. But it was yeah. like it wasn't like even like my husband's scissors brother's wife. Like there mm. was just like, "Oh my god, you're mm. so young." Like what happened? I'm like, "Yeah, I know." I'm young. Yeah, yeah, thanks. Got it. <laughs> and, like, what are you gonna do? I don't fucking. Know no. Mm. <laughs> I don't know what I'm going to do. Mm. So I'm not so, telling my plan to a stranger on the yeah, internet. Thanks, yeah, anyway. <laughs> thanks for reaching out. Um, and, you know, that's why now I think it is an amazing thing that, you know, both mm. of you use your platform to share both the, you know, the shiny and mm. the dark, you know, sides of life that, you know, it, it comes with its highs and lows and Definitely. it can happen to anybody, um, you yeah. know. It doesn't... Um, discriminate um, and then to have other people feeling less alone and supported by you both sharing your yeah. very different journeys is a really powerful thing and it's not easy to show up mm. every day. I know I saw that you had a break recently. We just yeah. had some time out yeah. to, to do you. Like, I think it was after I had the first like loss, well like the first IVF loss, um, I was just like, I can't. Like I, I, I kind of opened up a can of worms when I spoke about it and then the floodgates opened and it was just like too much. Too much. There was I've got thousands and like I just I literally read every single one of them that people send send through and it is crazy. Like you said, we are so not alone. There mm. like for in your scenario, there's a million widows, unfortunately, out there that are reaching out to you and then I've got women under the age of 30 that are going through these horrific IVF journeys and 
this is the thing about IVF. You literally go in there thinking it's sunshine and rainbows and like I'm paying this money to get a baby and it is so not that. It is like the complete opposite end of the the spectrum. And you just have to go with it though. Like I can tell the next person like, oh, if you're going to do IVF, this is what is going to happen. But you won't believe me because I didn't believe anyone. And then you go through and it's just like hectic. There's just nothing. Like Elodie's lived through it with me and it's just Mm. like you're so sweet one minute and the next minute you're just not. Well, I think it's also like after trying for so – I mean actually – Chump and me and Chloe and Fish were all trying together at the same time. So every month Chloe and I would get our period. And, and we'd be we like, how'd you go up. this month? And we'd be like, fuck, just haven't stopped having sex so tired. <laughs> and then we'd get our periods that month and we'd both just die together. Yeah. And, and then, we'd synced up completely. Like we'd like, get literally. our period that day. Like, have you got yours yet? And I'm like, oh, fuck, I just got mine. Yeah. Oh, fuck, okay, let's go like drink margaritas. So, <laughs> yeah, we'll start again next month. I guess we're drinking yeah. again this month. Yeah. Yeah. But then... Obviously now you're doing IVF, so you kind of think, sweet, now we're doing IVF, but it's still fucking just as hard and it's taking, mm. it's not wild. It's not a one-hit wonder either. So. <laughs> nope. So how, hmm, two very different journeys but connected so much, how do you both choose to look after your mental health? If, is it the margaritas and going to watch <laughs> the sun go down? Is it long walks on the beach? Like what do you do to support your own mental health? I definitely do need – I need to get out, like, each morning and go to the beach. Um, I find writing really helps for me. Like I mean, journaling? Yeah, or, journaling. Yeah. It's something I never used to do. You mm-hmm. know, when people journal, I'm like, boring, what? <laughs> and now I'm, like, a full writer. <laughs> not She's a really like, like, good writer. Not like, if you yeah. read her Instagram – Yeah, they're beautiful. – like, captions and comments, it's like, <gasps> whoa, you should write a book. Should you really should write a book. Yeah. Add it to the mm. list. Add that to the list. Yeah. We've got a long list of things <laughs> yeah. that we want to do. But you should yeah. definitely write a book because you, you write the most amazing you pieces. Oh, yeah. God, yeah. Well, you're probably speaking Me, on the, the other hand. Yeah, like, it, well, it's just super therapeutic. Like, I mean, I don't really, at the moment, not really seeing a psychologist anymore and this this kind of helped me. Did you me. in the beginning? Yeah, I was at the beginning and it was, um, I think it was too raw for me. Like I was just getting annoyed with talking to a complete stranger and paying them to mm. s- like it, it talk about four sessions before they really could start helping me because I just they needed to learn about my life and my partner yeah, and everything. Yeah, so much and groundwork. I was like, Fuck, I get so much more out of a five minute conversation with Chloe or my friends. Yeah, or acupuncture. So, yeah, helps. or literally, I go to acupuncture and my acupuncturist is the best person ever, and she's I leave feeling so much lighter. Yeah. So, yeah, or maybe I just hadn't found the right psychologist, but. Um, and I it comes in waves. I yeah. went like three months after Horn passed away and I'm like, I feel like like not great but like mm. I don't feel like I need to be here but if I have a meltdown in a shopping centre with my kids and I'm crying on the floor and I did nothing about it, I'd feel kind of bad. Yeah. And then she's like, you don't need to be here but I'm not saying you won't ever need to be here. Mm. And That's funnily enough, exactly right. about two years later, it just all really became way more real for me and I did some tapping work and different yeah. like holistic approaches as well and it did end up serving me more than mm. um, just hashing it out. I'm like, I've spoken about this like so many times. I think I was just so freaked out at the start that I would physically not survive. So like, I think the day after it happened, I was just like, I've got to book in to do shit because this is gnarly. I need to get on the forefront of my grief while I'm Mm -hmm. still in so much shock before it just overtakes. So I was just booking into everything and I would just get in there and just be a full stun mullet. And they'd be like, 
this chick, like I could barely what do talk. I, want I was from in, this? So, yeah. So I think I just went in way too hard, too fast. And now I'm d- definitely getting to a stage where the shock's wearing off. It's kind of hitting, and I'm thinking I'll probably start to book in um, to see psychologists and stuff again. Yeah. But yeah. Um, and then so doing things so yeah, out of the house. Do you have you? Yeah. Can I ask you? And if you don't feel like answering, um, what is like now? How do you feel about the ocean? Oh. Because um, I'm terrified of swimming pools. Oh, are you? Yeah. Well, like, I'm not terrified. I don't. I used to love them. And now I'm like, don't really want to hang out by one. Yeah. We feel like but we see, I love the ocean. So. Yeah, far out. I'm so sorry. Um, I love the ocean. I love the beach. It's like my, I think it's my happy place. I think he's there. Yeah. Um, And I, I like feel like, I don't know. It's weird. Like. I, I hate saying shit like this out loud because I'm like, people just going, this chick's actually gone crazy. <laughs> I'm sometimes sure. you'd I'm be surprised at most people are like, I feel this too. Thank you. <laughs> no, but it's like there's signs that you kind of just don't tell anyone because you're yeah. like, you're going to sound like a fucking crazy person. Like, like you know, when people are like, oh, I saw a bird and that was jumpy. <laughs> like, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Every time Chloe comes over, she's like, oh, a bear, bird flew past. It's and I'm seriously like, seriously the same bird up. on the fence. <laughs> I do that. Nah, look, sometimes this particular <laughs> bird comes when she's on the fence <laughs> and it's really cute. But, and it probably is chump. But, like, I don't want to be that person that's like, oh, that Seeing rainbow, every that sign. whale, rah, yeah. rah, Like, it's when you need but it. It's like you have this, like, it kind of overtakes your body when something happens like a particular and you're you just have this knowing like straight up that was for you yeah and yeah sometimes I'm in the ocean and I'll literally like oh this just happened recently and I was going under a wave and just before I saw this kind of like rainbow happen in the water in like the I don't know and I was just like oh he's here I think he's here and yeah I don't know I always like I love I love surfing it's something we used to do together I was surfing recently at Rainbow Bay and it's so emotional like I'm like fuck how good is this chump sending me all these waves and then the next second I'm like oh how am I just out here surfing having fun he's not here like he should be here with me like but no like I'd rather that's the guilt embrace. and that's like the part of the, the card. Yeah, There's yeah. some things that they just want us to be happy yeah. and oh, accepting that is fucking yeah. really hard. Like sometimes when I'm happy I feel guilty for being happy and sometimes when I'm crying and having a meltdown I feel guilty for doing that too because like I'm, I'm like I, I don't be... want him to see me doing this. Yeah. Like I want him to see me out here living for him. Yeah. But no, in regards to the ocean I I – I, I love it. I, yeah. I'm so – I'm glad that it's not a scary place for me. Um, yeah. Chump literally wrote – he's also like a musician as well and he literally wrote songs about – with his sister when he was like 15 about being found at the bottom of the ocean. There's this song I'll actually – I should like – you can pop it in your show notes yeah, we'll or something. Yeah, pop it in the show notes, Dale. Um, <laughs> but um, there's this song and like literally the first lyrics are literally find me at the bottom of the ocean, find me at the bottom of the sea. Wow. And Chumpy wrote those. And it's so weird because he like was 16. I'm like, 16. you knew this was going to happen like or something. It's just wild. It's so like, it gives me peace. Yeah. I know that he was in peace when he was asleep under there. He was probably mm. having a hell time down there. Just yeah. spearfishing and then went to sleep. Like yeah. I, I find peace in that. And Horn was like crazy motorbike rider. And oh. so I always thought something was going to happen to him Jump on a motorbike. A yeah, Horn rode Harleys. Oh and I was like, well, and dirt bikes and anything with so wheels. Scary. And I was just like, you know, every time he left the house, I was like, just had this like bad feeling. Yeah. And then, but he, he loved like our backyard. He loved being at home. He loved the swimming pool. Oh. And like, yeah, it's one of those things that I've taken a lot of comfort in the fact that yeah. 
he was not in any pain whatsoever and he was doing something that he he loved um, and that mm. when I found him that the thing that why the sunrises are so important to me is because it's a really sunny day and when I was laying with him, um, all I could feel was like the warmth from the sun. So when I go mm. for like a morning walk and the sun's just coming up, that feeling of when the sun first hits me and you feel that warmth, that. I'm like that's what I feel. Yeah, that's what that's I want to so feel. Nice. I that's love so that nice. feeling. Yeah. I need you, to get up early and feel that more. Yeah. It really, there's this, I listened to this podcast and there is some in Ayurvedic medicine about the first light and looking at the sun when it comes up and it recharges all this stuff. And I was like, this morning, I'm like, yeah, it's really hard to do this. <laughs> like, can I do it with my sunglasses I was on? Good no, at it's so early, true. I'm so bad at the moment. Yeah. Apparently if you don't wear sunglasses before 7am, the light at that time is it like releases serotonin yeah. somewhere if you're if you, yeah if you're not yeah. wearing sunnies yes and because it's like not too yeah it's strong. not it doesn't have any of the UV yeah. or anything no. in it so if we're walking at the beach that. in the morning <laughs> no sunglasses before okay. seven doll you'll okay. have a happy day okay that's literally definitely my therapy if I don't walk each morning I I feel yeah, I don't really do that depressed yeah same that's go. my I need to have that hour of power to myself and yeah. just, what am I fucking doing today? <laughs> so. mm-hmm. But I didn't walk this morning. Maybe that's why I cried. Like, that's why I was emotional. Maybe. I mean, fuck, I'm a widow. It's pretty normal to cry. But... <laughs> <laughs> Let me have a cry. Yeah, have a cry. We cry all the time. I just, I just cried then. I haven't cried in what? Actually, no. But that was, that was. I swear we cry every day. What yeah. the hell are we talking about? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> just lying. We're like, yeah, we're really tough. <laughs> No, we always cry together. Mm. No, well, it's better than crying alone, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, yeah, true. So if you had any messages for people listening today, whether it's just about life in general or the experiences that you're going through, before we get into the final five, what would they be? I mean, this just sounds so probably really lame and cliche, but just given my circumstance, I'm going to say life's short, stop being boring, say I love you. To the people that you, you know, cherish those people because yeah. um, you just never know what's going to happen. I sound so lame and cliche. No, it's so but true. it's the actual truth. I, mean, I yeah. think that I couldn't really say that better. I mean, I'm living through your grief as well. I've got my, you know, what mm-hmm. I'm going through and I don't know. I, I feel like I, I like to say travel because I've done a lot of that and I love that, but I can't really tell you guys to do that because it's not really <laughs> – you can't really yeah, go to Europe. Yeah. But when the, opportunity but when the opportunity is there, is there like I think that experience as much of the world as you possibly can because mm. I've learned so many lessons. I've made so many friends over, like all over the world and like going on the topic of friendship, some of my go- best friends in the world are in America and, yeah, we don't speak all the time but we're still the bestest of friends ever and they mean so much to me and, you know, and same, you know, I, I, I think it's just like tell people – if mm. they mean something to you, yeah. tell them that you love them because I think, you know, those words so important. go a long way just to know that you've got them and, you know, and we, I want to do that more often as well too. Yeah. And that life experiences, regardless of the, what they are, always make you reflect on your own behaviour mm-hmm. and choices exactly. that you've made exactly. and you're like, I can do better, better. be better yeah. and yeah. Um, be more grateful. Practice what we preach. Yeah. yeah. 
Totally. Okay, well, I'm kind of very excited to hear the oh. final five. Um, who's going to go first? Or do you want me to I ask and like... you can both answer at the okay, well, one after I, the other? Okay, well, I actually wrote mine down because oh, I, I did not write mine down. <laughs> <laughs> who's surprised exactly right now? Who's surprised right now? This is how we're yin to yang because I'm like, okay, I've got yeah. questions here now. What would you like to know? Here's <laughs> 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 my prepared earlier. Yes. Mine are going to suck. All right, well, Chloe can well, go first and you can get a feel for it then, okay? All right, Chloe, what is your quote to live by? So I've just, I actually wrote this in my Instagram caption last night when I was talking about Elodie because I read it the other day and I feel like it resonates so much just in a lot of different areas in my life right now. And it is, those who are meant to be in your life will always gravitate towards you no matter how far they wander. And, you know, for me, it's a perfect example of like how I've lived the last eight years of my life being in and out in Australia. And it's like, you know, the people that want to be in your life they would be there no mm, matter yeah. what. Yeah. And it just it just happens and it happens naturally and it's not forced. So. Meant to be easy. Like yeah. so friendship's that's simple. It should be simple. And the best advice you've ever received? Um, the best advice is time does not heal anything. It just passes by. Mm-hmm. I love that one. And your core value? Um, my core value, I think I did respect. I think that, mm-hmm. you know, you need to treat others as I would like to be treated. And there's actually another quote that I, I posted the other day. It says, be as you wish to seem. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's really important. Yeah. And <laughs> no, if you had one last, okay, it's a good guess. one. <laughs> yeah, do you want to have a guess, Elodie? If, Chloe, what was your last oh, meal? Crumb cutlet stuff. Dang. <laughs> I love that shit. Would have to be crumb cutlets. I reckon I've had them once in my life. I have not had a crumb cutlet since I was like six. I don't yeah. know. My mum used to make them all yeah. the time. She's like a child. She loves like her meat and three veg. Is yeah. that like so a veal or like Just a like, a, lamb, like a lamb cutlet lamb, yeah. crumbed. Yeah. Crumb. Okay. But I haven't been eating them that Heaps frequently because Paul doesn't really like them crumbed. Like he prefers them just normally on barbecue. the barbecue. So yeah. I'm like, am I going to crumb three cutlets? Well, yeah, but that means I have to like go through all the effort and just come in like two cutlets. I think you can buy them pre-crumbed. But yeah, they're but they're not gross. as good. They're not as good. <laughs> um, yeah, and no. your fave beverageino. Okay, I've got a few. Okay. <laughs> can I have a few faves? Well, so it's like with the top. The like number the, one yeah. would have to be my own drink. I, we've just launched a seltzer, so yes. fizz. Love that. Yum, it's so what good. flavor? So refreshing. What's the watermelon and berry one. Yep, super refreshing. Love that. But then of an evening, like that's like on the weekend at the beach. From you know. But then I love a red wine. Mm-hmm. What's that one that chump introduced? Oh, Tempranillo. We love a tempranillo. Yeah, we yeah, love Tempranillo. Like, we're going to say it. How do you, we're not. Tempranillo. It's really hard to pronounce. Yeah. I know what you're talking that about. One. That one. That it's one. from Spain or something. It's so good. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. From the region. <laughs> yeah. It's from that region. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And then coffee. I like a oat milk latte. Oh. With vanilla. Yeah. Um, when when someone says Bevergino, I'm definitely not thinking non-alcoholic. Yeah, okay. Well, Just sewing that in there is like yeah. so that's yeah, it. nine till five me. drink. Cute doll. <laughs> Take okay, it or leave it. Now, Ality, your favourite quote. Um I feel oh, you need to do that like what you read to me in the car. That that one about the friendship and the, the locks. That was really oh, yeah. that piece. So what's the question? The favourite, sorry. Your favourite quote. Or quote to live by. Quote to live by. Um, I think, I, I think my dad's friend said, my friend's dad said this to me, um, 
it's nice to be important, but it's more important to be nice. Mm -hmm. And I feel like in this day and age, everyone's just out here trying to be the biggest legend they can be and they're often being dickheads while they're at it. And it's just... I love you so much. Tell us what you think, Ali. It's not, you know... it's not It pays to be nice. Yes. Yes. So, and also, this is probably going to answer those other ones, but... (laughs) Oh, well, what's the next one then? (laughs) The best advice you've ever... What is the best advice you've ever received? It could be um, that. <laughs> I just think it's so important. I think I've learned so much recently, but, like, you just do not know what anyone else is going through. So just treat everyone the same, you know. Yeah. My neighbour, Belinda, said to me, the, one of them, yeah, she said this to me after Trump passed away. She was like, he was just so humble. He would, he never went on about like how he was this Olympic snowboarder and rah, rah, rah. They like found that out after he died. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Um, and then he said, she said to me, you could literally be the janitor or the CEO and Chumpy would treat you the same. Yeah. And I was like, I feel like I'm a dickhead. I'd probably just not give a shit about the janitor. And now I have changed. I'm like, you don't know. What, yeah. That janitor could be a widow or... Yeah, you, yeah, you oh, they're still working hard for their money. Yeah, yeah, you just don't know what anyone else is going through and it just Good doesn't one. matter who they are and how much of a legend they are and what they're doing or how much money they're earning or where yeah, they live. What and, the story is. Mm, I just think it's just so... It sounds so simple and I hate sounding cliche, but people say these platitudes and these things but like when you break them down it makes so much sense and it should be really simple but no one does it yeah good one um i like it and your core value are you serious (laughs) yep (laughs) um core value i just think what's the opposite of being selfish i just think generous mm, generosity i just think generosity that's that's a good one for you yeah, generosity, be kind, be compassionate, simple things. Yeah. Just humankind. <laughs> yeah, it's, Human it's, kindness. it's common yeah. sense. Like, yeah, but it gets forgotten very but easily. Yeah, especially like because I was thinking about like friendship this morning. Like Chloe's going through a misca- Chloe goes through miscarriages. I'm not just going to like call if I say if I was pregnant, I'm not just going to be like, Oh my god, I'm pregnant! Like you tread lightly. If, yeah. if I'm be mindful if, of the yeah, situation. If, if I've just lost my husband, Chloe's not going to call me. And go. Oh, by the way, my love life is so great at the moment. Yeah. Like if my and people friends, do do that, people <laughs> are yeah. Read the room. Yeah. Like if my you know if I want to catch up with my friend that has kids, I'll go to her house, make life easier for her. It's hard to chuck a kid in the car, and sometimes you know yeah. like. Being observant and mindful. acknowledging mm-hmm. other people's yeah. priorities and their circumstances. Yeah. It's yeah. yeah. Read the room. Mm. I Read like the it. Room. Read the room. Um, if you had one last meal, what would it be? Probably a pasta. I love my pasta. Same. Any pasta, like creamy or. Mm. Just as long as it's got mm. the pasta yeah, in it. Yeah, pasta. <laughs> Elle makes yeah. her own pasta. She's. I love. Oh, and risottos. Oh, I love it. I don't really eat meat and three veg like (laughs) Chloe. I'm such like a curry, pasta, risotto. I'm I'm not good at, see, you're good at making all that sort of just chucking it all together. I'm more like structured. Yeah, I wouldn't be able to make a steak, but I could make like a full hectic (laughs) something else. Yeah, that's exactly right. (laughs) Some, some, and your fave beverageino. Margarita for sure, like chili, classic coconut, whatever is going. Anything with tequila um, and in a cocktail glass. Yeah, anything glass. with tequila. Doesn't like, even need to be in a cocktail glass, actually. Oh, yeah, I pretty much only glass. drink water or margaritas. Like <laughs> nice. I don't have like another. So and coffee sometimes. Yeah. 
water yeah. or margaritas like this. <laughs> it's on a balance. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's got so. ice in it. It's yeah. fine. Yeah, yeah exactly, doll. So thank you guys so much for giving up your time to come here today. And just for all those listening along, if they don't already follow you, where can they find you? Oh, um, I think my Instagram is Elodie underscore E-L-L-I-D-Y underscore, I think. Yeah, we my, can check that and put it in the show notes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, mine is Chloe Chapman and that's my maiden name, but I couldn't change it. So uh, at Chloe, C-H-L-O-E, Chapman, C-H-A-P-M-A-N. Why can't you change it, doll? No one else take it. it. I had to ask her for it. Yeah, she didn't want to give it to me. <laughs> like, give it to She's me. She's just like, what is it in for me? I was like, free tickets to Fisher shows. She's <laughs> <laughs> like, who's Fisher? I was like, it's your last name. <laughs> you should know. <laughs> she, didn't, she didn't want to go to the Fisher shows. <laughs> Chloe Chapman, no, Chloe Fisher official doll. No. No, no, no. That is very Chloe Chapman. That is confusing people. It's Chloe Chapman. Yeah, Chloe Chapman. We'll put it in the show notes. Again, thank you, girls. Have an awesome day and stay doing you guys. Your friendship is awesome. This podcast is a part of the Spin Studio Network. To stay up to date with me, don't forget to subscribe to this podcast. Leave me a review and follow me on Instagram at with Love Ash.